anytime there's chaos, there's opportunity, right? Opportunity for you to figure out, hey, what's going on? What's the issue here, right? That's opportunity. Our schedules are pretty fluid. It's, it's almost like a live living organism. You better make sure to find out what items are over and why, right? Again, figure out what the situation is. This is Maestro Minute, the show that discusses all things real estate, sharing interviews with the most successful people in the industry. Hear from their perspective and what they are doing to achieve success. Get exclusive tips on how you can also succeed in real estate. Maestro Minute is brought to you by Maestro Development. Here's your host, Nareg Muradian. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Maestro Minute podcast. Hope you've been enjoying the last few episodes we've been posting. We got some great content coming up. We got a lot more folks coming up, a lot more interviews that will be posted here pretty soon. Uh, so thanks for liking and subscribing and stay tuned. Today, I want to take a minute and talk about some of the feedback we got. We got some questions uh, coming in and some comments. Wanted to kind of go through some of that and address that in today's episode. Uh, wide spectrum of topics dealing with real estate construction, design, development. And so let's just go through it. Uh, the first question I got, what do you do when your project is behind schedule? How do you get it back on track? Uh, this great question. You know, schedules are pretty fluid. It's, it's almost like a live living organism and it's only as good as the data that's going into it. So before you get into how do you recover for your schedule, how do you put together that recovery, you have to understand where the project is, what are the holdups, what are the obstacles. Uh, so that's the first thing is identify what the issues are. It could be labor issues, it could be material issues. If you're in design, it could be that the designer is behind schedule because they have other projects and they haven't got to yours yet. Uh, so you gotta uh, dig a little bit deep to figure out what's triggering those delays in your schedule. It also could be some potential design changes, some field conditions, uh, unforeseen items. So you always wanna put that together first. So understand what is delaying your schedule. That's the first thing. Once you've done that, you can go ahead and determine how do we resolve those issues. If it's a design issue, you get with the design team, how can they get back on track? Can they expedite some of the uh, deliverables, whether it's a schematic design, design development, uh, or you're in construction, it doesn't really matter. Figure out how the design team can get back on track. Maybe they provide more architects, provide more manpower to get the design going. If you're in construction, if you're delayed due to a material issue, find out maybe there's another material that's similar you can use. Maybe it's cheaper too, right? You can get it on site faster. If it's not a material issue, maybe it's a labor issue, get with your contractor, see maybe you can add some more subs on the job, add some more labor, figure out which trades are, are, are a critical path and how you can support that. So you really gotta dig deep and figure that out. Once you've laid all that out, get with the contractor, sit down and put together an updated recovery schedule that makes sense. See how that shakes out. Are you able to recover some time? You know, what cost impacts are you facing through that? So we do that at Maestro. We really dig deep and, and go through that. So great question. The other question was, what do you do when your project is over budget? That's not a good position to be at. As they say, no money, no honey, right? 
So if you're over budget, you better make sure to find out what items are over and why, right? Again, figure out what the situation is. If you're over budget on a specific element, find out. Maybe like I said earlier, there's a cheaper element that you can get, a material you can get. If you're over budget on design, that's, that's a huge indicator that your construction number, your construction budget's also gonna be over budget. What's triggering that? So how do you get back on track? Well, I'm sure you guys all know about value engineering, value add services. So, you know, take a look at the project from a high level, figure out, you know, where, what's the vision, what's the purpose, and then dive deep and see if there's a way that you can actually accomplish the same with lower cost items, right? So take a look at that. Maybe you wanna take out some of the design elements. Maybe instead of making something that has all these turns and, and little rigids, make it a little bit more cost effective to build, right? So look at that from a constructability standpoint. Look at the contractor. Maybe he has procured material that, again, I keep going to material. Maybe that what he's getting is, again, priced high. Maybe the market has that piece of material priced super high. So you can find alternates. So the key to getting your project back under track and under budget is identifying what is driving that and are there alternative opportunities for improvement that makes sense and gets you back under budget. You know, and again, at Maestro, we do look at that. We do dive deep on that. So uh, another great question. What do you look for when you're reviewing change orders? Oh man, change orders, nobody likes them. Contractors lose money on them. They spend a lot of time trying to put them together. Owners don't like them. They don't want to pay for added services. So it's a definitely a tough situation. At Maestro, we, again, we dive deep. We look at the change order. First thing we look at is what's the justification, right? What triggered it? Is there a reason for it? If there's a valid justification, you better make sure that change order identifies that. Then once you identify that, then look at the, the way the change order costs come in. Is there label, labor involved? Is there material, equipment? Is any of that part of the original scope? Or is it all an added service? There could be a potential credit that the contractor hasn't provided you. So take a look at that. And then dive a little bit deeper and look at the material cost, the labor cost, the equipment cost, and see what those are that are coming in. If the contractor hasn't provided you that information, ask them for it. Say, hey, I wanna see your labor rates. It'd be great if you had locked that up when you wrote the contract so you already knew what the labor rates were and it was pretty transparent. But if you don't, have them send that to you and have them break out the labor with hours. For material, have them send you the invoice, have them send you the bill so you can look at where the material pricing is coming in. Have that backup. And then if it's equipment, you know, see where he's renting it from. How much is it? Is it per week, per day, per month? What is he charging you, right? How long does he need it? Does it make sense? So look at all those things. And then, you know, once you're done, package that up, have a conversation with the contractor, the architect, depending on what the issue is, and try to find a, a happy resolution for everybody. So if there's a change and is justified, what's the fair value for that? And making sure that, you know, everybody is getting treated fairly. Uh, but also I'm a huge believer that making sure that is justified. So you know, that's always the first step. So great question. Then I got this really cool question and it basically said, how do you thrive in chaos? So thriving in chaos, I mean, that's, that's a great question. So during projects, 
there's always chaos, especially if you're getting in the construction phase. You're starting with demolition. You could potentially be, un be uncovering a lot of unforeseen items, stuff that wasn't picked up in the drawings for whatever reason because it's unforeseen, right? So anytime there's chaos, there's opportunity, right? Opportunity for you to figure out, hey, what's going on? What's the issue here, right? That's opportunity. Chaotic environments, if you're prepared and you roll up your sleeves and you dig deep, you can actually find a lot of great opportunities. So that's how you thrive in chaos. Look for different opportunities. I could tell you that uh, in design, you know, there was an issue where there was a little, it was got a little bit chaotic, right? Uh, the architect passed away. Unfortunate, you know, not happy to see that. Definitely not. Um, so, you know, the project had to get replaced with a new architect. So that takes time. There's an opportunity there for you to bring in another architect and get them prepared and get them back on the, on the project. So that, that's one uh, example. Had another opportunity where there was, got a little chaotic. The project was behind schedule. There was a lot of unforeseen items and found the opportunity to really dig deep and see based on these unforeseen items, how do we address those and what do we need in the original scope or don't need? And how do, we, how do we adjust? So thriving in chaos, find the opportunities. You know, don't freak out. Just sit down, buckle down, and look at the details and get a good understanding. I just wanted to make a special note. Just end the podcast here with making sure that you take time and you appreciate the process, right? Projects will come and go. It's about the people and the relationships you're building. So really appreciate the process. Uh, so, you know, take a minute, whether it's on the job site or whether it's, you know, a personal project and just appreciate what you're going through, what you're building, what you're designing. And, you know, take a look and be proud, you know, and self-reflect, see what, what improvements you could make. Um, you know, it's super important on big projects. Uh, we like to do that pretty frequently because it's moving pretty fast even though it's a long, longer project, and just understand all the accomplishments you're doing. So super important to once in a while stop, smell the roses, and be excited about the process you're in. I'll tell you, for us, especially for me at Maestro, the relationships that we made, not only with our clients, with our partners in construction, in design, our subcontractors, our facility uh, partners, those relationships, they really do last a lifetime if you do understand how to thrive and how to deal with these uh, different items that we talked about today. So that's our podcast today. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. Thanks everybody for sending in your questions and comments. Keep sending those through. Really appreciate it. Hope you guys liked today's video. Uh, definitely more really cool interviews coming up. I think you guys will enjoy. Don't forget to like and subscribe and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks for joining. Thanks for tuning in to the Maestro Minute podcast. Make sure to rate this podcast if you found it helpful, share it with a friend that could use it, and follow us on all major podcast platforms. The Maestro Minute powered by Maestro Development.